Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Tom Jenkins, Director of Marketing at CloudTask, and I am delighted to be joined this afternoon by Billy Bateman, the Director of Operations at ChatFunnels. And for those of you who don't know, ChatFunnels are an awesome company that looks at chatbots and conversational marketing, implementation, deployment, analytics for really any organization looking at using chat and bots. So, Billy, welcome and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tom. We love CloudTask and what you guys are doing. And how is my description of ChatFunnels? Anything you want to add? You know, you've got it. The only thing is we specialize in B2B businesses um, is really our specialization for chatbots. Awesome. So let's go straight into it then with the first question. What would be the number one piece of advice you give to a B2B business looking at implementing chat? So the number one piece of advice for starting off would be pick one use case where you can measure ROI. So if you've got if you're booking demos already for your sales team and usually how that process works for most companies is you hit a demo button or be presented with a form on the website, you know what that conversion rate for the form is right now. So what you want to do is start off by replacing that form with a bot and then you can measure, Hey, number one conversion rate of the bot versus the form and chances are the bot is going to beat the form. And then you can also measure how much business are we getting from these meetings set by our bot rather than, than the form and measure that performance as well. And to go along with that, the first time you implement any bot, it, it's going to have mixed results because you're going to learn from your prior conversations. So you don't want to roll it out across the entire website right off the bat. Pick a fairly high traffic page where you can get enough volume through there to learn quickly and adjust the bot accordingly. Awesome. So mainly keep things simple. Don't go crazy. Don't just throw the bot everywhere, but start out in one place, look at it, test, analyze, and then just keep improving and building the bot out from there. Totally. And what strategies can you use to really increase engagement with your chatbots? So the first thing that we do is take those conversations that your bot is already having once you've deployed it. And you should be looking at those, if not daily, a few times a week, because, you know, even if your bot is set up to just respond based off buttons, people are going to type stuff in on most bot platforms, whether if you're using Drift or Intercom. And you'll see the questions they're asking. So you can see, okay, people want to know about these things then you can adjust the bot or create new bots accordingly to, to, to serve those customers with what they're doing. The second thing is you wanna be testing new things for engagement. And the number one thing to test if you're trying to increase just people talking to your bot are the triggers and the placement on your website of those bots. So you wanna test, hey, are we gonna have these bots triggered off of a button? Are we gonna have them triggered from a page scroll, from a time, the time on the page? How many times they've been to our website? Have they interacted with prior bots? There's a myriad of things that you can test. And I, what our whole team does is we pick those things and we will continually test them for our clients to figure out where are they gonna get the most engagement for each bot. Um, 
once you've got people into the bot, you test things like the questions you're asking, the, que the order of the questions, how you ask the question, the response options you give to each question, and what goal you're trying to have your bot serve. If you got bots that are, they could be trying, you try to, could be trying to accomplish things with a bot that honestly you shouldn't have a bot do. You should have a person do something like that. You can use the bot to connect um, those people to your customers, but it's a constant testing and optimization process. Um, we're always reporting on the different tests that we do for our customers. If you go to our website, you can see our recaps of different things that we test and how they play out so that you can take those and apply them on your bot deployment as well. The last thing is you can run all these tests, but unless you're reporting on them and holding yourself accountable, you'll never have any idea like what's working. So we, we make sure that we define with every test, we call it an experiment and we say, okay, this is our experiment. Current state is this. We're gonna change this variable and we think it will increase engagement or better qualify customers for a sales team or get more people down the funnel. Um, and then we run the test, we monitor it. And once we've got to a statistically significant um, amount of data that we can make a conclusion, we'll take that and implement it across the entire website. So I've heard a lot about testing and analysis there, and there's so much you can do. My thinking's going off now is, how do you go about testing all of this? Because if you've got chats with, say, a few hundred or thousand coming in a day, you know, that's, that's a lot of work for one quality analyst just to look at. So, yeah, what, what tech, people, how do you do it? Yeah, so... You know, a lot of the, the bot platforms don't have great testing within them. So what we'll do is we'll use Optimizely or Google Optimize, um, whichever works with, often our clients already have one of these platforms. And so we'll just work with them to make that work with the bot. And it's not always the easiest thing to do, but we've done it enough that we figured out how to make that work. And we only test one thing at a time on any, any campaign that we're doing. Um, you know, you're tempted to like, oh, we're going to try this whole new way of doing things. And unless things are going really badly already, um, you probably shouldn't do that. Just pick one thing and then you're really going to be able to tell what works and what doesn't. Sometimes we have tests that we run for as little as two or three days if we can get enough volume through there. Other times we've had tests that are much more long term and we don't get a lot of people to these places. But when we do, it's highly valuable those tests sometimes will run as long as two or three months. Um, and those are usually, usually regarding actual um, opportunities and closed sales for our customers. Um, unless they've got a very short sales cycle, it's usually you know anywhere from a month to even a year for some of our customers on their sales cycle. So we're really trying to optimize for their return on investment is our, what we aim to do. And so, you know, we can get lots of people into the bot. We can get lots of appointments set for their sales team by the bot. We know how to do that. But are those sales appointments leading to meetings held? Are they leading to actual sales op qualified sales opportunities? Then ultimately closed business. That's really what we're after for our customers. So it takes some time, but by constantly 
testing and starting at the top of the funnel with just engagement, then with meeting set and qualified leads, we're, we're feeding the beast and then looking back and seeing what's happening after we hand it off to sales. Brilliant. And one more question for you. You've got a lot of customers. You've run hundreds of tests in your time. Is there any, what things, what type of companies can really benefit and get massive ROI from chats? What's your ideal customer? You know, our customers are anyone that they want to set appointments to have, to have a sales rep talk to somebody. So we're automating a lot of things that have been done by a BDR in the past. And essentially what we're doing is you've got people on your website and you've got people that raise their hand and say, I want to talk to somebody. So by using the bot, we're able to connect them a lot faster to a sales rep than, than traditional fill out the form. It goes into a black box that is your CRM. You hope it comes back out into the queue for one of your BDRs to call them back as soon as possible. Um, whereas with the bot, we can just connect them right away, whether it's automating booking a meeting or connecting them for a live chat. Um, anyone that wants to do that, that's who we're going to be able to provide a lot of value to. If they've got, you know, any sales process where you're connecting people to people from the website. Yeah, I mean, that's we, we do a lot of chat and bot, bot stuff ourselves for our clients. And yeah, 100% spot on with, with everything you've just said. Yeah, so I want to ask you, Tom, what what are you guys seeing? Because we, we're really good at connecting using the bots to connect people to people, but then you have the people and you're training them and manning them on your end for your clients. Um, what are you seeing are the best practices, like the best things sales agents using chat uh, can do to engage people over chat? Yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, just a, just a quick, um, if you don't know on who cloud tasks are, we do do some bots uh, implementation uh, optimization and analysis is part of our service, but our, our number one thing is the people behind the chat. So when a bot routes the chat to a real life person, that's when we take over or even some of our clients actually, you know, if they've got the manpower, do cut out the bot itself. And there's one massive thing here, and it's simple, but people often get it wrong, and that's response times. So we aim to be responding within 30 seconds. Two minutes is the absolute cutoff. What studies have seen is if you haven't responded in within five minutes, that when they're expecting a live human there, there's a 10x decrease in your chance of qualifying the lead. So even when you're responding quickly, if somebody asks you a really complex question, you may not have the answer to, but at least you want to jump in there and acknowledge them and say, hey, Thanks for asking us about X, Y, and Z. My name's Tom. I'm here to help you. Um, I'm just going to come back to you with the best answer. And then they know somebody's already there. And then another thing is just personalizing everything as much. Some, you know that what page they're on. You know what um, the question may have been that's, or the bot flow to get there. So if, if they've answered a few questions already, do not go back to the start. And again, it sounds obvious, but a lot of people jump in after the bot's done a lot of questions and then just start from the beginning. Well, what was the point in the bot? So personalize everything. What page they're on? Are they a return visitor? If you know their name, 
um, you know, if you've had interactions before, just, yeah, get, get straight in and be friendly with them. If people are direct of you, be direct back. If people are more informal, hi, how are you? Feel free to start with a casual conversation. So I probably said three or four things into one there, <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully no, that but helps. Yeah, I've, we've seen the same thing with even just the bots to use more personalization is usually better. If we can tailor it to a specific web page, we usually get better results. Um, so what's the most common mistake you see salespeople doing over chat? Uh, the most common one is a lot of our clients before they start working with us say, well, we're not having any results. And I think a big reason for it is they have SDRs doing calling, emailing, everything else at once, and they don't have time to really focus on it. So when they get a chat, instead of building rapport, adding value, giving to the web visitor, the prospect, they're immediately like, that's great. Thanks for chatting with us. When's a good time for a call? Well, well, people are going on the chats because that's where they are and that's where they want to talk. They don't necessarily, maybe at the end, you know, you do, of course, want to be booking appointments and meetings and capturing contact details, but make sure you're taking the time to listen, understand, build rapport and add a lot of value before going in there with the cold ass for when's a good time for a call or whatever your CTA may be. Yeah. Yeah, we see we see the same thing when we implement um, chat bots that end up going to reps for a, for any type of live chat. They're usually trained to be like, let's get on a call when you've already got them right there. You know, like you should just pick up the conversation. Um, what so what are three tips you have for sales reps that are that are using live chat? Three tips. Um, well, on top of what we've already done, one simple little thing. It's not going to change the world, but it's one thing we always like to do. If you can find out their name, ask for their name, and then from then on, address them by their first name. It just helps to establish that rapport. Number two, I mean, number one's always response time and be friendly yeah. and, and mirror them. But yeah, that little personalization touch is always great. Another little one is don't ask, unless you absolutely have to, it's not necessarily a concrete rule, but try and only ever ask them one question at a time and wait till they've answered that question before going on to the next, else they feel a bit bombarded and they may disappear. And number three, what would I go for? No, I mean, really kind of repeating myself again. We're going back to that personalization and adding value. And yeah, not for another specific point, not writing an essay. Um, yeah. Chat is, is kind of a shorter, sharper tool. It's not an email. It's not a newsletter. So, you know, be, be as short and brief and to the point as you can back to them. Yeah, I agree with you on that essay one because, I mean, I've been there on a website where I'm chatting with somebody and I'll ask a question and you see the little bubble that they're typing and you wait and you wait and you wait and then you're bombarded with like a whole chapter from War and Peace and you're just like, oh man, this is not digestible and half the time unless I'm really motivated to get this answer, I'm like, yeah, I'm done, you know. Yeah. So that's important to know. And I've seen a lot of sales reps do that. When you first put them on, they, they write a book for an answer. So yeah. 
one thing I'm interested to know is we we're all about data and reporting and measuring everything. So how, how do you guys measure chat performance at an individual and a company level? Yeah. So we, we have a whole lot of clients and we have a business uh, data and analytics team. So yeah, I should have pulled one of those in on the podcast. Um, <laughs> they would be the best to answer these questions, but I do know the basics. So we, we're, we're technology agnostic, um, but we tend to work with Drift. Probably 80% of our clients are Drift. And their reporting has been getting better and better. So you can pull a lot of different data from that, uh, conversion rates, chat rates, meetings, books rates as well. Um, we also hook it up with Google Analytics in some cases to see uh, when somebody's reached a goal. Um, so, yeah, all this stuff is being analyzed, but I am not the best person to ask. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, I'd love to connect with one of your analysts and see how they're measuring everything. Yeah, so. yeah, I'll, I'll hook that up for you. Okay, well, I think that's everything I had for you, Tom. Brilliant. Yeah, well, uh, it's been great connecting. And, yeah, just a question for you. Uh, how, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you if, if anybody wants to reach out? Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Billy Bateman. I'm, I'm pretty responsive there. But if you just come to our website, um, you can interact with one of the bots. They'll connect you to myself or somebody else on the team. And, uh, and we'd love to answer any questions. If you're unsure which bot platform is the best fit for you, um, we offer that advice for free. You know, just tell us, like, what's your business use case? How much traffic are you getting? We can we can usually answer that question pretty quickly on which one's going to be a good fit for you based on your technology stack as well. And then um, just come to our website or message me on LinkedIn. Sounds perfect. Thanks a lot, Billy. Look forward to catching up soon. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.